Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines. It has been over two weeks since our last conversation, and we are picking back up in the book of Revelation. So much has happened, you've probably forgotten almost all of it. But that's okay. We'll get a little refresher today as we plunge into chapter 17. Remember, we are reaching the climactic battle between God, God's people, and the Lamb, and the forces of the earth, the idolaters, the powers and principalities of this world who seek to oppress the people of God and have themselves placed in God's stead as the subject and object of worship. So that's where we are. We're going to read 17, 1 through 6a. That means we're going to read half of verse 6 today. We'll pick up in the back half of verse 6 tomorrow. A helpful reminder, when these books were written, there were no chapters and verses. So later, monks came along and did their best to divide them up. But there was never a conception when John was writing Revelation that there would be chapters or verses or anything like that. So, just a little reminder for you today. Let's read 17, 1 through 6a. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great whore who is seated on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and with the wine of whose fornication the inhabitants of the earth have become drunk. So he carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemous names, and it had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was clothed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and jewels and pearls, holding in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the impurities of her fornication. And on her forehead was written a name, a mystery, Babylon the Great, mother of whores and of earth's abominations. And I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints and the blood of the witnesses to Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So just a reminder, Babylon equals Rome in this book. So it is the Roman Empire and the city of Rome, which is being most directly attacked here uh, in these pages. But I want to contrast the woman that we hear about in chapter 17 with the woman with whom we were to whom we were introduced back in chapter 12. Remember this? A great portent appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of 12 stars. She was pregnant and crying out in birth pangs. So that woman was the people of God. This woman is the city of Rome the empire, and the powers and principalities of this world. We are meant to contrast them. The woman who represents Rome is marked by her blasphemy, by seeking to be worshipped with words that are best held and reserved for God. The woman with the sun and stars behind her is giving birth to the Messiah and to the people of God. This is the contrast, and this is also the conflict that we find lived out in the book of Revelation. This conflict between the work of God and God's people here on the earth, and those who would seek to be God themselves, putting themselves in God's place, being worshipped by humanity, compelling us to do their worship, their service, and their deeds. That's the city of Rome. That's the Roman Empire. 
So we remember this contrast as we move through Revelation, and we remember what this conflict is really about. It is about who exactly is our Lord, and to whom do we owe our allegiance and our servitude. For us as Christians, this is simple. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and it is to him and him alone that we owe our servitude, our work, and our hearts. Any other claimants on those things should be seen little differently than the woman here in chapter 17. So, just a reminder throughout the book of Revelation that idolatry and deviation from our calling is what sets up this conflict and what sets up the drama in the entire book. So we're going to get to that battle here in a few few days, uh, but for now, we will leave it midway through verse 6, and let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we are grateful for the ways in which you have shaped us. We're grateful for the ways in which you have called us to live as your disciples. Today, we pray that you would help us to love our neighbors, to pray for those who persecute us, and to love even our enemies. Give us the strength and wisdom to do these things, we pray, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, a little rusty, but back nonetheless for Stress to the Nines. Tasha will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace. Peace.